Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of The Red Show. This is episode number two. Of course, I am joined, as always, by my lovely co-host, Reese. Of course, this is, of course, like I said, the second episode. We are trying to hit 1,000 subscribers before New Year's Day, and hopefully 900 before the end of September. So please go subscribe if you're new. Hit the like button, show us, you know, comment if you think any of our opinions are shite. As well, go please get some... <laughs> Please go get some of our merch. We just dropped some brand new merch a couple weeks ago that's been absolutely fantastic. Please go and get some if you feel like supporting the channel in multiple different ways. Reese, how you doing, mate? Yeah, yeah, I'm all good, thank you. Um, obviously, the home nation's playing tonight, so is the um, nations in my heart, like Germany and Italy. So it's going to be quite a, quite an interesting weekend. Obviously, we've got soccer aid, so it's a, week, it's a weekend of football. But to be fair, in terms of just me, I'm good, thank you. I'm just glad that it's been a quiet day and i hope it stays that way how about yeah. you yeah doing all right hopefully hopefully you know we can sit and have hopefully we can have scotland take three points away from moldova and take you know some some good running into our last game against austria because i really think we should be taking six points out of both of those games but we'll just have to see but yeah i'm doing good good i'm glad to hear it. i'm glad to hear it and we just got a run of it because that's the name of the that's the name of the game, and that is what the red show is all about. So yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So first thing we'll talk about, of course, is the newest news, which is because of injury, Jaden Sancho's on his way back to Manchester. Which is a little bit worrying, if I'm being honest. You know, I do like now with Ronaldo coming in that we have another player to possibly come in and play that game if he can't play it. But it is also very worrying to see him leave for one one game to go to England and coming back now with an injury. Yeah, it doesn't help. Um, it's a young lad playing for a country that, to be honest, I don't particularly want to win. But <laughs> and that, that's, that, that, that's, that's personal reasons. It's just I'm Scottish. It's just natural. It'd be the exact same from an English perspective to me, which is okay. I'm the exact I, I, same way. <laughs> I'm all I'm all for accepting it. I've got no issue with that at all. If I don't want you guys to win, you don't want us to win. I I'm all for acceptance. That's just it's just rivalry. Yeah. From my perspective, obviously it's a shame that Sancho is injured, but at least they will be rested up in time for our game. I heard it's only a slight knock, so it's nothing major. It's just a matter of resting. So we'll see how it favors for us in general. Yeah, and then, of course, we move on to the other big news drop this morning, which didn't really, I think, come as a surprise to any of us. It may have come to, as a surprise to some. But, of course, Mason Greenwood being voted the United Player of the Month for the month of August, which, you know, you could have seen that possibly going to Pogba as well with the assist, but three goals in three games, you kind of just got to, you know, tip your hat to the lad and say he's 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 done well to deserve it. Yeah, he deserves it. I'll be honest, I think the one that deserved it most was Pogba. I think Pogba was our overall best player of the month. I think the, just the simple fact of taking the game head-on himself, how he's dictated games in his own unique way, he, he deserved it more than Greenwood. But Greenwood, rightfully so, in his own mind, he deserved it because his performances have been consistent and the three goals show it. He just keeps adding to his game, whether it's one by one, two by two, or even a hat-trick, I'm not particularly fast. He just needs to keep his head down, which he's always doing, and we see where it goes. But for me, I think the player of the month should have been Pogba, personally. Yeah, and I, and I have to agree him. with you. I have to agree with you. I do think Pogba deserved it. Pogba, you know, starting off with the absolute blazing star he did, I think it kind of is a little bit of bias, of course, Greenwood being the young lad and Pogba kind of having the whole controversy all summer. 
even now, yeah. you know, a little bit of controversy with him. So I can see why a lot of people voted for Greenwood over Pogba, but I think Pogba does deserve it, but it's very close. And it's not like, you know, Fred got it instead of, you know, Pogba. It's someone who even in Greenwood still definitely deserved it because he definitely had a very good August. Yeah. Yeah, he certainly course, had a good August, yeah. He's made up for it and he's carried on because he had a particularly good um he had a particularly good preseason as well. That rest not going to Euros has certainly done him a great steed, which I'm happy for. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, we get and then of course talking about, you know, being able to rest, we do have a nice bit of rest going into our game against Newcastle. Of course, it looks like not only we're gonna be getting Ronaldo coming in from his isolation, but it's sounding like McTominay is also gonna be back from his groin injury that he had to get operated on. So who do, right. think, who do you think? Who do you really see playing this next weekend against Newcastle? Um, I don't see a lot of changes. I think maybe just one or two. Um, I think I think Pogba may stay in the pivot position as people now refer to as a double pivot or whatever you want to call it. I don't particularly care. Um, although we have been using the four three three in behind closed door games, we could it could be our first league game where we play four three three. So I think. What we might see is we might see McTominay in that def- that defensive field role on his own, which personally I would prefer somebody else. I don't think he's ready for that position, but he's certainly capable. But in the hindsight, I think he will play the number six role, and I think I think Bruno and Pogba will start ahead, and then I think up front we'll see Ronaldo. I think you'll see Ronaldo make his second debut. I think Ronaldo will start up front. I think Sancho will start left wing, and I think Greenwood will start on the right hand side. Um, that's what I think is Marcus Rashford still not back yet. It wouldn't surprise me if we did that. So yeah, I'm going to go De Gea and go Wambasaka and Luke Shaw, typical fullback pairing, which makes sense. Um, centre back partnerships: Captain Maguire and Raphael Varane, and McTominay as defensive midfielder, starting in behind Bruno and. Pogba together as a pairing, and then front three, Ronaldo in the middle, Greenwood on the right, Sancho on the left. Yeah, and I know you and I talked about this off-camera yesterday in the chat where we were kind of talking about, you know, teams that we could rotate against. Mm -hmm. And it was very much yes or no, but I think Newcastle, especially with their run of form recently and how their summer went with their club having to release a statement just to get their fans to stop, you know, trying to riot against the club about their transfer window. I think this is a team that definitely is one we could try and, not only, you know, I don't even think rotate, but try out that four three three, especially with someone mm-hmm. like McTominay being that that holding midfielder. I think this is kind of the the perfect game. You know, very start yeah. of the season, coming off of a, a, a scrappy win against Wolves, against a team that's not very, not not been doing very well, and is kind of being penned yeah. to either be just outside of relegation or in the relegation zone come the end of the yeah. year. I prefer I prefer McTominay in the box to box. Obviously, I'm I'm, I'm Scottish. I'm Scottish by birth. Even though I do have Italian. I'd have Italian blood me, I'd have German as well. But I've always been consistent of McTominay isn't that sort of player yet. I think maybe in the latter stages, like 28, 29, latter stages of his career, we can look to develop into him becoming a defensive midfielder. But I like how, like, because of his frame, his power, his ability to carry the ball, and he can deliver a good long a long pass as well, like cross cross balls, he can do that. I prefer him being further forward than I do in that holding role. But if the manager sees him as a holding midfielder behind, my best bet would be Pogba and Bruno. I think that gives us a lot of coverage because he can roll. He can roam in front of that defence, and he can also he can just simply pass the ball and he can break up play if he wants to. And he's press resistant. He's certainly useful. 
I I would probably put in maybe. And I know a lot of people write him off, but if he just keeps things simple and he doesn't overthink, Fred could work in there. So could Matic if you just keep it nice and simple. I think Matic could be a person where literally we have that whole transfer of with well, a wing back, the fullbacks go forward to go and join the attack, and Matic kind of drops back and joins where Maguire, Varane, and Matic are kind of in a, a three man line at the half line so that if a counter does happen, we at least have three guys. And I think it it's a lot easier for us to try and do more attacking with the 4-3-3 now that we have Varane because he does bring a bit of pace that we did not have with Lindelof and we did not really we don't we have with Bayou when he's healthy and fresh mm -hmm. so I think that brings coverage but yeah I'm going to go De Gea and Net of course like you said our typical back line of Juan Bissaka and Shaw with Varane and Maguire you know you can't rotate those guys they're just all all four of them have been absolutely phenomenal and they're going to continue to be absolutely phenomenal I do see McTominay getting thrown into that six. I am like you. I am Scottish, and I've watched him play, and I do think he's more of a box-to-box, -box, someone who is very good going forward. And, of course, him coming out of the academy as a striker, you know, I know his shooting ability, and we see we saw it last year with all the, the long-shot goals he had last year. So maybe this turns into something where he may go forward more, and you may see someone like maybe Juan Basaka drop back a little bit more and be a little bit more defensive if he does go forward to kind of like swap those two out because we know that McTominay can unleash him from long. And then, like you said, I do see Bruno and Pogba. And then, of course, the front three. I don't think Cavani will make his season debut just yet. I do think it'll be very soon, probably probably as a sub this game. But I think, like you said, front three will be Greenwood, Ronaldo, and Sancho across that front three. Mm -hmm. And I think that just against a team like Newcastle, which only really brought in Joe Willock and is not very solid defensively, they have a very good keeper. Their keeper, Newcastle's keeper, is very solid. But yeah. that defense with that pace and the interchanging of the front three, because all three of them can play all three forward positions. You have Pogba and Bruno supporting, which is two of the best players in the league. This could easily be a game that we just run away with real quick. I don't think we're going to see the typical interchanging forwards this time. I actually think you're going to see one player stick to his overall position and two players are just going to make the changes when necessary. I think you'll just see the two wingers make changes, not the centre-forward. I think Ronaldo will stick to the middle. But if he has to go to the left or the right to pick up a, a ball coming to him, he will. I don't think he's going to be roaming left unless he's starting there when Cavani starts in the middle and then they two swap around. I don't see any of that. I think it'll just be the whoever's starting the wing positions will be the ones that make the, the rotation. Ronaldo's going to be simply a pure centre-forward for us, which is going to be frankly good enough because we've got Ronaldo, Greenwood, Cavani, which everyone starts there, it doesn't really bother me. We've got the ability to make rotation and actually make it work this time rather than just hope for the best. And of course, this will break any Irish fans' hearts watching right now, but we have of course seen Ronaldo's heading ability recently, how good he is getting that ball in the center and heading it in. So yeah, I, I think it is better if he doesn't go anywhere because especially with Shaw's crossing ability, Wanda Sock, I think is getting there. His crossing ability is getting better. It's not at the level of someone like Lou Shaw or Bruno Fernandez or, you know, our top crossers, but it's Dalo getting better as well, to be honest. Dalo Dalo as well, to a very good cross. But with someone like Luke Shaw, I think it's a dream for not only Ronaldo having someone like Luke Shaw at fullback who's able to whip in those crosses to him, but it's a dream for Luke Shaw to be like, I can now send in these headers. And I've got Ronaldo, Greenwood, and Cavani all yeah. sitting in the middle for me at any game. And I think, yeah, I see. I think, like you said, we'll see the wingers interchange because, you know, that kind of swapping around always happens during games. There's but also I do think Ronaldo stays middle. 
there's also a chance that we might see Pogba play left wing, San, uh, Greenwood or Sancho on the right, and then Ronaldo up front. But what you could see is in that midfield, you could see Pogba, play, uh, you could see Bruno, sorry, playing beside Van de Beek and McTominay in that defensive role. I wouldn't mind that see, either. There's, I, I honestly there's, think... there's so many options that we've got where we really need that cemented spine where at least six or seven players <laughs> have got to start, and then you've got like four or uh, like three or four can make rotation. Which yeah. I'm happy with. We've got as long as we have a core spine of players that will play pretty much every game, then that gives us good balance overall for the rest of the season. For like, we know who's going to be centre forward, and we don't have to worry. And I think, especially going into the fact that Tuesday, literally, people seem to forget because it's 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 so weird that it's already upon us. Three days after we play, we're at, we're in Switzerland for our first Champions League match. Mm-hmm. Is this a game where really with Sancho coming in with a knock, even if it's a slight knock, is this a game that we really should be playing him in? Do we really need to? Or do you kind of think maybe rest him, throw Pogba on the wing, bring in Van de Beek as that person to partner Bruno and save Sancho to be that person who's going to be fully rested and fully fit for Switzerland? Could do that. And I think that would work as well. Um, either Either option suits me perfectly, just as long as we don't waste it. Um, if we can make it count, it'd be great. And then if Sancho's fully fit coming into young boys, then no problem. At least we know we've got his exceptional qualities that can just take us to another level, which is perfectly fine, especially on the European night. And especially, of course, with young boys. I do think young boys will be when we see a ton of rotation, as we do have you know, West Ham on the weekend. And then, of course, we have the third round again against West Ham. We play West Ham three times, two twice, and, of course, about four days. Mm-hmm. Cup Which, and league, that's right, yeah. Yeah, third round cup ties actually on my birthday, so I hope we, I really hope we, we beat West Ham in that cup tie. They may play fellow, which is going to be an interesting test. Yes, they will. That will be honestly a very good game. And I, also, I honestly see Young Boys being a big rotation day. I see Lindelof possibly coming in. We've seen now on on Instagram, Tellez hinting at him returning very very soon from that ankle injury. So mm-hmm. could we possibly see a big rotation of Lindelof? You know, tell us maybe even Dallow coming into that team against Young Boys. Probably seeing. I would be okay with that. I I would honestly be okay with that. I wouldn't have a problem with that. Where you can make those key rotations, like Wambasaka, tell it Wambasaka, Shaw, maybe Varane or Maguire, whichever one drops out for Lindelof. That's three players that we can actually then use in the league game, where we can go. We're actually using the so-called weakness that Solskjaer doesn't make. He doesn't trust his bench. He doesn't trust his squad. Here's a good chance to prove them wrong, like prove them wrong, where he's actually using players more and effectively. Where he goes, well, I've actually used my squad, so you can't actually moan at me about it. It's a smart, it's a smart decision to make, and we could certainly see that. We could also see Ronaldo playing. We could see Ronaldo playing in the league, and then maybe Greenwood or Cavani, Cavani his full start. Yeah, Cavani or Greenwood making making the set forward option the young boys game, <laughs> and then the following game after that we. We would see like the Villarreal game. You would see Ronaldo playing up front in that game because it's Spanish opposition. It would certainly, certainly be useful. Like, there's, we can use that squad more than what many people expect. I think he wasn't going to make many changes because we're only playing one game a week. You don't have to, but because we're coming at the business end, where it's going to be well, the start of the business end, where it's September, September onwards, we are playing more than one game a week. The squad's going to be used, and it will be stretched to a degree, but. You're not going to see like so many players play all those games that they did last year. They will be rotated better this year. I think Maguire and Wan-Bissaka especially will be looked at. Maybe Bruno Fernandes, we'll see. 
Yeah, and I think it's nice because we'll see with the three new. I think Connor's internet dropped there. Accidents happen, folks. But um, I think Connor is just what he was literally going to say is the the combination is important. Uh oh, knocked myself off the screen real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Accidents happen. Always, always. It's not the blue podcast if something's not gone wrong at least once. But uh, what I was thinking is, could this be a game? And like you said, with with these new three players, this brings in so much chance for rotation and constant rotation because the three players that are on the bench now were all first-team players last year. Yep. So he can easily trust them because he played them as first-team players last year. Cavani, Lindelof, Tellez. You know, these were all players that he played a lot last year. And honestly, if I'm being real... I want to rest as much as possible during that young boys game. I think young boys is a team that we can do rotation where, you know, say we bring in, like you said, Dalo, Tellez and Lindelof. We may bring Matic and Fred into that midfield, you know, to rotate out Bruno. I think Bruno comes out for Donny Vandebeck. I think Donny may play two games. If, if I'm being honest, as a, I'm the manager, I'm playing Donny two games in a row. If Pog was playing on that wing to give, mm. to get some rest to Sancho for the young boys game, I'm playing Donny two games in a row. And then one game, that's giving Sancho rest because Pog was going to go forward. The second game is giving Bruno rest because he'll slide into Bruno's spot. And then honestly, if I'm trying to rotate and you know, yeah. have freshness, I'm putting Anthony Alanga on that left side against Young Boys. That works. That that yeah. does work as well. That does work as well, and I'd be all for it. The front three of Alanga, Alanga, Cavani, and Sancho, front three, all fully rested, I think is still a deadly attack against a team like Young Boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as long as we get the, as long as we get the right choices and we choose the right system that matches the players to a degree, it should be fine. We need to keep one thing as well as um, the Portugal game where Portugal were absolutely shite against Ireland. They were shite, but Bruno got subbed. Bruno got subbed in that game. He didn't have a bad game. It's just the same sort of space that him and Ronaldo were in. We can't afford that in the league games. They shouldn't be in the same sort of spaces. We're going to have to make sure Bruno stays as a 10 and drop back. Let Ronaldo have the attacking position, which suits him. Yeah, I just think having those two kind of players where both are very good at making their their own shots, making their own chances, they can't be occupying the same space. And having them together just is not going to work. Yeah, I, hope I that agree. We can have them separate. I, and I think having, I think what you really need to do is kind of just tell Ronaldo, like, you know, it's great if you can get back sometimes defensively, but for the most part, stay, stay forward. You know, stay right yeah. below that half line. And like I said, this Newcastle defense is not very strong. If he can set at that half line and say we get that ball and counter, you could easily see him just take off and just a nicely played ball from the bevy. We have so many players who can deliver a pass like that, like like I want, where you know you can see Pogba doing it, you see Bruno doing it, Shaw, Maguire could even hit that probably. You know, the where, most effective pa- the most effective passer though is definitely Pogba. Oh yeah, if you get Pogba on that ball. Over the top to to Ronaldo, who's definitely going to outrun any of these midfielders, or, these midfielders or defenders from Newcastle, and mm-hmm. he's away with the one on the goalie. And with Ronaldo, it's Ronaldo. He's going to put that in the back of the net. I agree. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets close to a hat trick against Newcastle. I don't. I think this is the only perfect club game. he scored in the Premier League with a hat trick. I think it's a perfect comeback for him because, like I said, it's not a very strong team. It's yeah. I, I think it's just got all the makings to be a very good game that. United fans come out of it no, going, that's what we wanted this year. 
especially being at home. We're in Old Trafford. You know how crazy you we know how crazy it's getting. The the gods that are that Indian family are back in the stands. Ronaldo is back home. This just has all the makings to be a Cinderella year where we go on and do some good damage. And I think a big result against Newcastle will kind of show our intentions to the league that we are back, we're here, and we are not going to be sitting down and taking it lightly this year. I agree. I still think we've got a good chance of winning something big. I know people are going to call us delusional or you're, you're being absolutely naive and stupid by saying, oh, you're going to win the league or you're going to win the Champions League win. But why does it have to be an exception for Man United fans who want to win the league, but for every other fan, like a Chelsea fan, Liverpool or Man City, for them it's, oh, it's perfectly okay. But for Man United, it's, no, like you're just full stop. Man United are not winning the league. I was like, well, the season's only three games in. We've not lost a game yet. Man City have lost a game. Yeah, Southampton wasn't a great game, but we didn't. It's not like we lost it. Exactly. Like, there's no. Don't write Man United off so easily just because we're not top of the league or we're not playing our best form. Like, just because we're not playing our best form doesn't mean we've not lost a game yet. Like,. Yeah, it really we're, is getting, we're getting in. We're getting we're getting into the game. We have people coming back from the Euros. I think that definitely, kind of like last year, where a lot of players didn't get a we didn't really we didn't get a preseason last year. I think we kind exactly. of seen the same thing happen with the Euros, having so many players come back from the Euros. I mean, most of our first team squad, we're Man United. We have so many good players that most of them were coming back from international duty, and some mm-hmm. went very very far into that tournament. This is why it's good that we're. This is why I think it's brilliant that we've been doing a lot of these behind closed doors friendlies because we're still getting French players up to speed and we've decided to use a new system instead. Instead of the favoured system, we've went with a 4-3-3 and we've actually made use of it. Yeah, we didn't win the game against Stoke. We lost that game. But it was like green with all of our under 23s. And if you're talking yeah. about trying to get, I know a lot of like, you and I are both big on, on the academy. We both love watching the academy and are very knowledgeable about it. Yeah, it's so huge for the players that aren't going on loan this year to get these kind of behind closed doors games where they're still facing first team English side competition. Because Stoke, I think, what their championship this year, aren't they? They are, yeah. So that's you know that's that game is basically like it would have been if they were going on loan. You know, if like Chong at Birmingham or you know Garner going back to Nottingham Forest, they get this kind of game to really test their skills against a side that is exactly who they'd be facing if they would have gone on loan this year. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We can only take as much as we can. Like We can only go as far, but we'll see. It's just about taking the right chances, and if we, we make it count, then we make it count. Yeah. Well, trying to keep it nice and short makes it a lot easier for people to watch if we're not blathering on for an hour. So <laughs> <laughs> with with that, I think we'll save more, most of our young boys' uh, discussion for next time or, you know, the next time we see each other, we'll probably be talking about the West Ham game coming up as well. But That's that true. is all for the Red Show episode two. If you have featured in today, please hit the like button. Subscribe if you're new. Hit the notification bell so you don't miss any of our eight or nine shows that we have running across this entire channel. And, of course, like I said, we have brand new merch. Go and get it if you want and if you want to support the team in many ways. And I will say this up Scotland. Thank you.